0: Up on all the live shows right here on AfricaTechRadio.com. Yes, you're welcome to Tony's Tech Side. I'm here every weekday from 9 a.m. West African time till midday. We'll learn a tech word today. We'll dig deep into the rubbles of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future and then share the most important and juiciest text stories impacting Africa to keep you informed. You can share your stories with the rest of us on WhatsApp, yes, text or send me a voice note on 0913-558-1766. Add plus 234 if you're texting from outside Nigeria. So today in history... The 28th of March, 1935, Robert Goddard, who is considered to be the father of modern rocketry, successfully launched the first gyroscope-controlled rocket. His A5 rocket flew to an altitude of 4,800 feet, flew horizontally for 13,000 feet, and reached a speed of 550 miles per hour. Gyroscopic technology is critical for the stabilization of modern flight systems in airplanes and in spacecraft. So just a little deep dive into who Robert Goddard is. He had been working on early rocket designs for decades, like way before today, when he successfully launched the A-5, m yeah? And he was born in 1882. And he's also credited with creating and building the first liquid-filled rocket with the successful launch in 1924 that's way back before the a5 successfully flew vertically to an altitude of 4800 feet today right and it's really important for us to note these things and to understand that this is how it usually goes Mm -hmm. And going further into the history, deeper would be 1995, today March 28, when Kodak released the DC40 camera, which is only the second digital camera for the consumer market. While well introduced over a year after Apple's QuickTake 100 camera, it was Kodak's marketing that was largely responsible for popularizing digital photography in the mid to late 1990s. So, this particular DC40 digital camera, the only second digital camera for the consumer market, it resembles a bag. Uh, you know, the small bags ladies carry around now, yes but it has it has a handle and you can take pictures you know like with it just imagine that kodak right now technically doesn't exist right and apple still exists and we're saying here that based on the marketing kodak kind of like popularized what is known as that kind of photography just imagine what actually happens right now Mm -hmm. so kodak right now is is known as a photography company but it's an american public company that produces various products related to its historic basis in analog photography the company is headquartered in new york and is incorporated in new jersey yes so kodak still has like you know Best like cameras, right? Digital cameras and all. Yeah. But then when it comes to the fact that phones kind of like took the place of consumer photograph or photography, that particular market, and you're thinking Apple and you're thinking smartphones, anyone in the smartphone market generally, you'd understand that this is exactly what it is. So, what else is next for today? Today, we're also looking at something that's really important, which is the word for today the word for today you know yesterday we started with streaming media right streaming media this is like a thread it's like a series so we're doing audio streaming next and then video streaming audio streaming is our word or our phrase for today and it's just how you deliver real-time real-time audio through a network connection This type of data transmission requires certain protocols for handling the chronology of data packets or other transmission types to provide you, the consumer, with on-demand content. In general, audio streaming uses a buffering system and a secure data stream platform to allow the consumer or the listener to listen to full audio files without interruption. This type of data streaming also requires significant bandwidth. Experts point out that high quality audio streaming is somewhat recent phenomenon and that in previous decades a lot of major types of connections such as dial-up internet or slower bandwidth offers would not accommodate interactive audio streaming, yeah? Um, but now we're beginning to see a lot of podcasts, a lot of audio-related services, right? And it's really, really becoming a thing. Much of today's audio streaming is done through sophisticated mobile devices, your phones that have been made to handle higher amounts of data streaming along with voice communications and more. And I, I remember one time when I said that, you know, the future is in the voice. The future is the voice. So with high-tech regional networking systems to support this data use, all of these things have become really possible. So the word for today is audio streaming. Audio streaming. That is sending audio files right or real-time audio through a network connection Mm -hmm. so if you missed how this is usually done you can just go back to the 27th of march 2023 tts search for it anywhere search for a popular podcast and you would find you know where i talked about and where i kind of like explained what streaming media streaming generally is and that would help you better understand how audio is usually streamed and how a video is usually streamed. So don't go anywhere. Stay on the side of tech with me. I return with juicy stories for the rest of the week. Give hope. The man, Tony. The so, Tony's deck side. You're welcome. New Normal by Khalid. And something that looks like a new normal these days is... The fact that most companies are gathering data about us. And we're not really sure what they are using it for or better still what they will use the data for most of us share huge amounts of personal information online and big tech companies are in many ways the gatekeepers of this data that we share but how much do they share with the authorities themselves and how often do governments request user data if you're in africa you really can't relate because like most times authority just go and yank out the data and you say for whatever they want to do security that's what they say always yes for national security but then who really determines what makes it to the table the list and the plate of national security Well, the same authorities will tell you what the list is and they can change the list when they deem it fit. According to new research by VPN provider Surfshark, the answer is a lot when it comes to how often governments request user data and a lot more. Oh, a lot again more. (laughs) So this makes me remember a tweet by someone, you know, you know, these pictures that they share and you're like, oh, if I'm single for a long time and then... I just get into a relationship and the person says, how are you, I'll say, how are you more? <laughs> Sounded so ridiculous, but many of us are in that situation. So this is almost the same thing that's going to happen when maybe government in yeah, they're already doing it on the, on the continent, right? They don't just request, they, they just get the data themselves. So if you're in the EU zone, the EU countries are requesting, I mean, government are requesting for data a lot more than you think. As detailed in SurShak's Shack's new report, which analyzed user data requests that Apple, Google, Meta, and Microsoft, remember, they just picked these top four, the requests that they received from government agencies, user data requests. 177 countries between 2013 and 2021 for these one two three four countries hmm? tech giants uh, that's between 2013 and 2021 tech giants get a lot of requests for user data and the majority of time they comply of the four big tech companies studied apple was the most forthcoming complying with 82 percent of requests for user data compared to meta that's the company that owns Facebook and Instagram, 72% of the time they complied. And Google, 71% of the time. Really no difference. Microsoft is the least compliant, 68% of the big four. Remember, of the big four. Exactly. Interestingly, big tech was more compliant in... The UK, when compared to global figures, is closing uh, user data 81.6% of the time. And the report shows that the US market makes the most requests for user data by a long shot. And of course, the major countries, yeah, that's uh, the UK, US, the likes of Belgium, France is on the list, Singapore, Portugal, Ireland. These are the countries, Western Europe, right, and Northern America, Northern Europe. These countries make the most requests and they get the most responses, actually. And governments are requesting this information more and more, presumably in response to a spike in online crime in recent years. The number of accounts requested more than quadrupled from 2013 to 2021, totaling $6.6 This data is often used to, have, to aid criminal investigations, but it can also help settle civil or administrative cases where digital evidence is needed. This can include specific user information from IP address to location of devices. And according to what they say, government surveillance is on the rise. So, you can go to the reports and research part or page of our website to see a recent report we just published on surveillance in Africa. Surveillance and ai and human rights in africa when i I was working with a team you know as like the admin and media person on that team for that report i was blown away because we had experts talk to us on the fact that we don't even have these data to say who's doing what and what is happening where is mad and the fact that if we start gathering these data what will be happening they say if breeze blow, may foul bottom like open right something like that like be shown to everybody yes so i was blown away totally and i think you should read the reports i think also when we have enough enough data to see what's happening when it's happening where it's happening it's now easier for us to have these conversations about if government surveillance is increasing if it's for good if it's for bad or if If we can set another parameter for deciding, you know, all of these things and legislations and uh, frameworks for deciding these things. Khalid, going back to him better. Of course, better days ahead. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on Africatechradio.com.